Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Here at Circle Round, we are hard at work putting together brand new episodes for you. But since everyone's routines are changing and we're all staying home more, looking for fun things to do, we're giving you a special treat today, an episode of another podcast you might enjoy, one that will get you and your family cooking. Mystery Recipe is created by our friends at America's Test Kitchen Kids. Mystery Recipe is jam-packed with fascinating trivia, cool science, fun characters, and, of course, food. We'll be back on Tuesday with a brand new Circle Round episode. Till then, get ready to get cooking with Mystery Recipe. Welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all of the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. Today, we're going to get started by playing a round of Guess the Ingredient, where you can all guess this week's theme yourself. And then we have a very special interview that you won't hear anywhere else. Here's a hint. It's an interview with our actual ingredient out in the wild. Finally, we'll hear from some of you young chefs about how you use this secret ingredient at home. Let's get started right after our theme song. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. I'm going to need some ketchup. Mystery recipe. Are you ready for our first segment? It's time to play Guess the Ingredient. You're about to hear a few mystery sounds. Each sound has something to do with this week's mystery theme. Listen closely and use the sounds to guess what we'll be talking about all week. Ready to give it a try? Get your ears ready. So, any guesses? How about you think it over while I go back to the recipe lab? I'm going to meet with our official ingredient guesser, yes, that is a real person, named Zoe, to see if she can guess the answer, too. All right, I'm here in the recipe lab, a place perfect for doing experiments, trying new recipes, and, most importantly, finding the fun in food. Here, the fridge is stocked, the equipment is kid-friendly, and our imaginations can run wild. And today we're here with one of our kid recipe testers, Zoe, who is 11 years old. Welcome, Zoe. Hi. 
Zoe is an expert at all things cooking, and she's been testing recipes with us at America's Test Kitchen Kids since we started. And we are so excited to have Zoe on the show as our official ingredient guesser. Every week, Zoe will be here to play Guess the Ingredient and help us reveal what ingredients we'll be talking about all week. Ready to guess this week's theme, Zoe? All right, let's go. All right, Zoe, you just heard a lot of sounds, and they all come from the same mystery ingredient. What kind of stuff did you hear? I heard, like, crackling like chips. And then I also felt like I heard something mincing, like getting minced, because I heard the long cuts across and then this lots of small cuts that turn into small pieces. Well, that's good detail that you heard. How about in the beginning? Did you hear anything that sounded like a place? Maybe something driving, so a tractor? Soil? A farm! That is a good guess. What kind of things do people grow on farms? Like vegetables and fruits, carrots, celery. I'm going to give you some clues. All right. This ingredient is one of the oldest vegetables in the world. They were recorded as being in Egyptian tombs thousands of years ago. And this ingredient is often found in savory dishes like pasta or soup. But when you cook them for a long, long time, they get very sweet. Sometimes when working with this ingredient, you might get very emotional. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah? I think it's onions. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Onion Week. This week is sure to have many layers, so get ready to cry in a good way. One word you might hear us say a lot this week is alliums. Alliums are the genus of a plant that onions belong to. A genus is a fancy word for a group of similar plants. Just like you're related to your family at home, onions are related to all different kinds of plants and vegetables in the allium genus, like shallots, garlic, leeks, and chives. Now that you know all about alliums, let's meet one. Coming up, we have The Scoop with Adelina, Every week, Adelina, our junior field reporter, will hit the streets to get up close and personal, literally, with our theme ingredient. Today, we have an interview with Annie Allium. An onion. Yes, you heard that right. An interview with an actual onion. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? 
It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. All right, we are back, and now it's time for our next segment, The Scoop. We have Adelina, our junior field reporter, on location at the supermarket. She's getting ready for an interview with Annie Allium, the first ever onion willing to go on the record to talk about her life. Adelina, are you ready to take on this monumental moment in culinary history? Born ready. Welcome to The Scoop. We're going to hear, for the first time, from the source. What is it like to be an onion? How does an onion think about the future, the past, love, pain, hope, global warming, politics? Well, maybe not politics. Okay, fine. I'm ready. Let's go. Pardon me. Excuse me. Out of my way, please. Okay, I found the onions. But which one's Annie? Hmm, not this one. Maybe this one. Hi, Annie. Thank you so much for talking to us at Mystery Recipe. We're so excited to hear all about your life. And I'm so excited to be talking to you. No one gives onions the attention that we deserve, you know? We're one of the most important parts of so many culinary masterpieces. The pastas, the stews, the grottens, the soups, the frittatas. But does anyone think onion when they eat? No! But why not? Why don't they think of you? Because we onions have mastered the art of subtlety. Sure, we can be brazen when we need to be. Just think of a slice of raw onion on a burger. So crunchy, so spicy. You're right. My mom likes raw onions on her burgers. And I have to say, it's just a little too strong tasting for me. But that's the rare onion. The one who wants all the glory like that. Most of us strive to be mellow. We mix with carrots and celery to make mirepoix, the subtle base of soups and stews around the world. We add a light, rooty sweetness to pastas and egg dishes. As one of the first ever celebrity chefs, Julia Child, once said, it is hard to imagine a civilization without onions. We are the bedrock of civilization. We put the onion in civilization. Onion. <laughs> now, Annie, on Mystery Recipe, we learned that when chefs chop onions, it makes them cry. Is there anything you would like to say about that? Well, sure. I could go on and on about that. We get sort of a bad rep around that one. Yes, it makes me sad to make other chefs cry, but really, isn't it as much your fault as it is ours? Sure, the chemicals we onions release when being cut are powerful. But did you ever stop to think that maybe humans just have weak eyeballs? It's not my fault you can't handle my fumes. Listen, it's easy to point fingers at the onion, but aren't your human tear ducts equally to blame? Sorry. 
It's just a little bit of a raw subject, you know? Tough, isn't it? It doesn't feel good to have that effect on people, huh? Oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. Hey, you all right? I'm okay. Well, I'm just glad I could speak up for us alliums for once. Because there's two sides to every story, you know? You heard it here first, folks. Thanks for the exclusive, Annie. I'm so glad we got to hear your side of things. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, Adelina. And special thanks to Annie Allium for that exclusive interview. We heard a few great examples of recipes from Annie, putting an onion on a burger or in soups and stews. But there are about a million things you can do with this awesome ingredient. So it's time for our next segment, Make It Your Way. We heard from a gazillion kid recipe testers just like you about how they encountered onions in their world. Before we listen in, if you're interested in being a recipe tester for America's Test Kitchen Kids, have your grown-ups sign you up on our website. Check our show notes for a link. You'll get emails with recipes, experiments, and other activities to test out at home and let us know what you think. All of our recipes are kid-tested and kid-approved, and we'd love your help. Anyway, let's hear some of the ways you all use onions at home. I am Elijah. I am 11 years old. Most dishes require onions, and onions often make food better because, well, they're kind of like salt. They make things more savory, I guess. You don't put onions in any dessert, I don't think. Oh, I, I make fajitas sometimes. That's really good. Usually the onion is not the main thing in a dish. It supports the main flavor, making it better, as opposed to other things doing the same to it. Uh, my name is Emma and I'm 12. I don't think I've ever had a raw onion. I've only had cooked onion. Cooked onions are like good with like other vegetables, but I probably wouldn't eat them like on their own. Well, there's onions in a lot of like salads like stir fries and stuff, and like empanadas, quesadillas, stuff like that. But they're not usually like, it's not usually like the onion is the main part of the dish, they're usually like an accessory kind of to the dish. It's like it's mixed in with something else. I'm Jasper and I'm 12. Um, well, I made this burger. It's called a ramen burger and this, like buns were made out of ramen. And I made caramelized onions and put them on that. Well, I put them in a pan and put olive oil in them and sauteed them for a little. My mom makes this like white bean and sausage stew and I like them in that. They're kind of like caramelized in that, so they're kind of sweet. I'm Scout and I'm 10. Um, we use them a lot in like guacamole and like, I like them when they're stuffed to kind of cover them up, but like, I don't like them plain. Like some salads, like they don't bother me as much when there's something kind of strong in it. Um, like in guacamole, I can like taste the avocado more. And so I don't really taste the uh, onions as much. Uh, my name is Teo Montiel Constantinakos and um, 11. I like onions, they're good. Probably Spanish omelet, which is tortilla de la patata in Spain. So Spanish tortilla is like, it's an omelet, but with potatoes and it's completely different. It's like a potato cake with eggs and stuff. And I like it more with onion. I don't know, I like 
most, if not all, onions that I've tried. Well, we've peeled back enough layers for today's episode, but come back on Wednesday to hear more about this week's special ingredient, onions. We're going to be learning even more about these awesome alliums with some tricky trivia and our Ask a Grown-Up segment. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. Can you guess what it is? If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Burndum. And I'm a chef's hat. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's an apron covered in flour. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a trusty wooden spoon. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio, The Cutting Board. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music. He's the timer on your microwave. Our post-production supervisor is Hen Margolis, a measuring cup. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also our grocery list. Jack Bishop is our chief creative officer at America's Test Kitchen. He's the oven. David Nussbaum is our CEO, our favorite cookbook. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, and editorial assistant, Katie O'Hara. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Zoe Bates, and Adelina Rodriguez. Thanks again to our sponsor, Purdue. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. you had a blast listening to our friends at Mystery Recipe. Want to hear more? You can subscribe to Mystery Recipe wherever you get your podcasts, including Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. We look forward to circling around with a brand new episode next week. <laughs> <laughs>